Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Chris. And I'm Eric. And we are here to talk about The Walking Dead. I know we usually go like every four episodes, but you know, this was a big one. Beginning of season seven. Yeah. Yep. So Kelly sent in a comment also, um, since she couldn't be with us, she's traveling. Uh, She said, you can quote me, sickening episode that succeeded from Negan's perspective and from the show's perspective. Both Rick and we are cowed. I, I imagine that many viewers are on Maggie's side, but I was yelling at Rick to chop off Carl's arm. His little squad was no match for Negan's well-armed, well-heeled army. Rick's group, if they want to fight, can wait. I will deeply miss Glenn and Abraham. They were two of my favorites, especially after getting to see Abraham's backstory, however long ago that was, about his wife and kids. Well said. Lost a couple of beloved characters there. So, very sad. Yes, for Abraham. Moment of silence. Moment for Glenn. Couldn't help yourself. Had to spoil it that early in the spit, eh? How is it spoiled? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone listening to this has already seen the episode. It's easy. Uh All right, but I have a funny observation now. You know, in history, when, when, you know, somebody dies, like, you know, Sergeant Abraham, mm-hmm. um, his death was big enough. You know what I mean? Like people would really mourn for him. But no, Glenn has to die. So I call this, this is like, do you know who died when, uh, who else died on the same day Michael Jackson died? Wasn't it mm. Farrah Fawcett? Got it, right. But nobody remembers that because Michael Jackson died. Right. Well, it's the same with Abraham. Nobody will remember Abraham died. <laughs> Because Glenn died. Because Glenn died. <laughs> and Glenn really... Abraham was the misdirect. Abraham like the... was the guy they set up so yeah. that you go, oh, okay, it's him. And then they well, gotcha when they went for Glenn. That was the you, gotcha moment. That was, it really was. I was surprised. Yeah, if like, you oh step outside of the show, yes, if you step outside. But in terms of the way that the story was forming, you know, Abraham seemed like the right choice. As a matter of fact, did we go back and listen to our predictions? Uh, I did not, but I know that he was one of the, I don't remember which one of you predicted him. We'll find out at the end of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Someone <laughs> did seems you to think to of it? him. I think it must right. be. I don't think so. I think I, uh, <laughs> I don't think it was me. Are you sure? But I'd be curious. I just, I just haven't had time. I've been dealing with werewolves lately. Or wolves, I should say. They're not werewolves. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, the way, the way they did that, you know, Abraham was just, I'm never going to bend to you. And he just decided to take him out. And it was just like, no. But at the same time, I felt Abraham's life where he was, even though he was finding happiness with uh, – with Sasha, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, she hadn't. He he hoped to find happiness with Sasha. Right. Sasha well, hadn't, struck- hadn't actually, as far as I we know, <laughs> agreed to these terms and conditions. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> right. 
but the spark was there for them. Yeah. That you felt they could start, they started forming a really romantic, you know, like something was starting, but he also was dealing with his inner demons too. Mm-hmm. So I get, I'm not sure I'm making my point, but when he did get clobbered over the head or the reason he did take one for the team, I felt like I felt his motivations were accurate for that, that he, he's just a soldier and he does what's right for the team. Right. Am I conveying this idea? Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think quite because you're making it sound like he chose or in some way was well, he kind of did. The one that had to be the one who got it. And but he did. Remember in the season finale of last year, he stood up and he goes, oh, I got to shave that shit. You know, uh, Negan said that to him, you know, regarding his uh, facial hair. Yeah, but that <laughs> so, wasn't a clue that he was the one he was going to get got. I mean, basically anybody was open for targeting. It could have been anyone. Uh, yeah, that's the scary part about Negan. He didn't care who he killed. Right, but that uh, showed him that, mini, mini, thing. that showed him that Abraham was a strong one. Well, there's and you know he'd have a difficult time breaking him. Wait, wait, wait! If you're going to make that argument, then why wouldn't Daryl be dead right now? Because Daryl's injured, and that's why I think he took Daryl with him at the end to break Daryl. But he didn't kill Daryl. No. And he clearly is strong and clearly is defiant. I I mean, after he said, I'm going to shut down that shit, you do not get that. And Daryl is the reason that Glenn got got. Because he broke that second rule. But at the same time, if somebody acts out, they know that they're next on the chopping block. And Negan was saying, well, if you act out, I'm going to kill somebody else. So by you acting out against me, I'm going to take out your girlfriend. I'm going to take out your son. That's why he went after Carl. You know what I mean? So how is that? That that makes your first case not make more sense. (laughs) That the reason he took out the soldier was because he was defiant and he knew that he couldn't break him. Well, I think in this case it was action. should be able to break him because... Well, I think it was action, though, because you physically saw that, like I said, at the end of the season, he stood up to him. You know what I mean? He gave him that in the eyes that he said to to, uh, Rick. You know, he sees it in the eyes, and he just saw it in his eyes. I mean, that's the one thing about the writing of Negan is this guy must have a psychology degree or something because he was (laughs) able to read everybody's body language and what they, where they were, state of mind, who was related to who, who had a relationship with who. And I was, I'm really fascinated by his observations of everybody and how accurate he was in watching that. See, Susan, I think Eric needs to watch this clip <laughs> that I posted in the group. Reason being, Eric, this clip is of the comic, and it shows you how in this instance, The Walking Dead is almost a uh, word-for-word mapping of what they did in the comic. And Abraham isn't a character in the comic at that point. Abraham was taken out of the comic at an earlier stage in the same way that uh, 
their doctor was taken out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the arrow in the eye bit is where Abraham got his due. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I think you're reading into it a bit. <laughs> well, Negan no. is a fascinating no. character, and I'm curious as to what they're going to do backstory-wise for him, because they yeah. may do more deviations in the series that they didn't do. I, I, you know, and like there's they, certain things in the series that I don't think they're doing. No, and they're uh, doing some of his his backstory in the comics. It's it's part of another comic a special thing and then mm -hmm. i guess when they're done with that they'll release it as a special issue but they're they're currently doing both like, you both read the comics right not up to a point. i i do yeah i guess so i, I guess i read the comics is, up to around this point I, I, okay I read maybe right so more. i am untainted by characters because also um uh daryl's not in right. wasn't daryl killed off He's a character created by the series. And the reason right. Daryl is per pretty much safe is due to that. He's popular and he's an AMC right. creation. He's popular is the main problem. Did you watch the Talking Dead? Did you watch the Talking Dead? And when he right. came out on yeah. stage, the whole audience erupted. Like, who cares about everybody else? Mm -hmm. They just like Daryl. You know? oh, so, but they love Glenn, too. Glenn was popular. They not as much as Daryl. <laughs> but he was popular. <laughs> no, but not as much as there's just you know Daryl and Carol are the <laughs> the two that are the holy grail can't touch. But I think they'll challenge us on that notion. Yes, they will. <laughs> you know, because like I said, he's got a bullet in him and he's sitting there bleeding out, and Negan has taken him away to use him as a pawn. He, what happens? But getting back to my point, I think that. Since you have the alternate universe, you might be bringing some of that universe into this one. And so, like I said, some of my observations are just strictly based on this universe and not the comic book. So when I see um, Abraham defy him by standing up and say, take me out like a soldier would to protect the team. That. Did you see that, Susan? Yeah. Yes. Did you see that? <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. You did? Yes. You saw Abraham stand up and say, I'm well, his stand his body up, but, you know. say I'm the one that you should hit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Go watch the That's season season finale. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And then when he gets hit over the head, what does he say? What's the line he says? You're a nuts. <laughs> suck my nuts. Which is basically being defiant there too. Mm -hmm. You know? So he would never even after getting cracked over the head. He's like, fuck you, I'm never going to, you know, like if he would have survived that blow and he would have stopped beating up on him, he still wouldn't have, yeah. you know, yeah. come around, you know? So it made I logical think he's sense. scarier by being an X factor who's willing to take out anybody. But he's psychology, he uses psychology with who he takes out. He doesn't let raw emotion. Daryl comes after him and causes this big ruckus trying to kill him. What does he do? He doesn't go after Daryl. That's the easy target. He goes after Glenn, one of the most innocent guys who has a who he knows has a relationship with the woman right across from him. By taking him out, the whole group instantly disarms. I mean, I disarmed. I said, "Stop the killing, stop!" And then he grabs Carl's son. You know, he grabs Carl, and then threatens to cut off his arm. And I'm like, "Going, you're sitting there and you're watching, and you're going, you're going to do it, Rick, because you don't." 
because you're, you're thinking, well, maybe Carl will survive that, so do it. But then you're thinking, well, he probably will die. So now you're asking Rick to kill his son. And it's like, don't. And then you're watching all the characters say, don't do that. Don't, like, we get it. You know, Michonne saying, we get it. We, we understand. He's like, no, you don't. <laughs> Cut off his arm. You know what I mean? And as an audience member, this is where the show was very clever in how it manipulated you to be in Rick's, in Rick's eyes. I mean, you felt every emotion Rick went through. I'm sitting there going, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. You know what I mean? And then the second he put his son up, I was like, I can't. I, okay. All right. I'm done. Whatever you want. You want half my shit? Take half my shit. I don't fucking care anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You've proven yourself to me. Just take half my shit. And then what does Maggie do at the end? Let's kill him. Yeah, kill him. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I think it's interesting that you used the word manipulation because, <laughs> um, you know, a lot of people with the, with the finale felt manipulated because of where they ended it. Um, and some people are, are saying, oh, well, they should have shown Abraham's death and then we would have been satisfied with that and then come back and, you know, pick up from that same point and surprise us with Glenn. And that would not have worked at all. Why not? Why not? Because I know people who gave up watching the show after the finale last season. And you would what? not have had the buildup that this season had. And I'm guaranteeing you the numbers that they had for 701 are the highest numbers that series has ever sure. had. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, why is that? <laughs> because they gave why? you this because they up. manipulated. <laughs> but yeah, because right, they right. made it so that it right. was must-watch TV. I have to know <laughs> yeah. who did he hit. That became the thing. And whether you were manipulated or not, you got to give props to the people who put this thing <laughs> on. It was a wonderful hour of television. My issue was with all of last season's second half shenanigans that led to getting the pawns in the right place the actual episode i thought was phenomenal i thought well, they did is, a great job well this is how genius they were my wife was woken up while i was watching the season finale and she saw the cliffhanger so when this started my wife hates the show because it's too violent and she can't stand the gore but she wanted to know who died she actually <laughs> sat there she actually sat there with me and then the second the, the bat went across his forehead, she was done and walked out of the room. But she, the, you got my wife, hats off to the producers and the writers. They got my wife to watch five minutes of the show with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if she wanted to see the depth, that was 20 minutes into the show, though. Right, but she wanted she was interested. She wanted to know who, who had died. And mm-hmm. so I told her, I'll call her in when we're getting close to it, you know, or okay. something. Or she, or she was kind of listening to it and then, when it sent, you know, when whatever it was, she was paying attention, but not. Okay. And then when the moment came, she stopped and watched that and then went, oh, I'm done <laughs> after the <laughs> first hit over the head, you know. So but the fact that they were able to get my wife interested in that speaks volumes, you know, for yeah. the cleverness of I think that. But, holding hey, can it we give fun. it up for the technical work done and yeah. the directing chops of a special effects guy? This is mm-hmm. like 
the guy uh, from KB Effects who directed this. He's been yeah. directing more and more episodes of the show, but they gave him the season opener, and I think he clobbered it. Just <laughs> he has literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and you know the the shot of Glenn with the um, eye hanging out. That's directly from the pages of the comic. Mm-hmm. But I just mean the way the mystery. Yeah, like, yeah. were you upset with the the drag out? Like the fact that they didn't tell you up front? Because I was I was hooked. I was watching it with uh, rapt attention. Like the, they, the way they the way they dragged him into the RV, and then the camera slowly pans back, and you see the gore, but you don't know whose gore that is. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, <laughs> and just seeing you know. Rick being rocked and and that conversation it was like Negan just basically soliloquies in that RV for a long period of time Rick doesn't say a word it's just you know Negan holding court and giving you a data dump on who I am and why you need to fear me I thought it was pretty Oh, it was. It was totally brilliant. But I think, once again, the psychology of what Negan was doing, because while we're in the van, we're like, I'm going to kill you. Rick's Mm going to kill you. I can't Mm -hmm. wait to see you die. And yet, at the same time, you're fearful because he's got the hatchet, right? Mm -hmm. And so you're thinking, okay, here comes the comic book moment, because this is where... Oh, Rick I thought you were sullied by missing. the comic book. You know something about just, Rick in the comic just, and the fact that he doesn't have a hand? Mentioned <laughs> you mentioned it in the last podcast. You're my only source, YouTube, for the comic <laughs> book. So you mentioned things. So then I'm freaking out going, oh, my God, they're going to do the – and it makes sense. You know? See, yeah. and it's another thing. point of manipulation. It's awesome. Yeah. It's just fantastic. You know, because it's it like, makes sense with the hatchet. They couldn't, afford to, they couldn't afford to have them running around with only one hand, but now they can. <laughs> so they're going to do it. And then right. they're going to do gonna it to Carl. There. Wait a minute. <laughs> right, and then they switched it on the car. Yeah. What was that? Say that again. Yeah, there, there was the potential that they were going to switch it up and yeah. do it to Carl instead. Yeah. And that was still a viable, possible outcome because literally no-win scenarios. These were no-win scenarios that we were being presented with. Mm-hmm. Right. There was no Either, winning here. Right, right. But what, what it was is, once again, watching Negan break Rick, he was break breaking. Break his group. Well, no, well, break his, but the group tended to be broken faster than, than Rick because Rick is so defiant. And we see ourselves through Rick anyway because he's the leader and we see ourselves through him. So to take us through that breaking is the pure genius of this episode, the writers. And I'm interested to see where they go next because I am broken with our characters. I'll, I'll not be broken for long because Maggie's there reminding me. <laughs> but there's also little subtle hints towards the fact that this is not a unique occurrence. This is something that the saviors do whenever they encounter a group. We, we heard about it from the biker gang. They said, we got to kill one of you. And then they got blown up by a rocket. But then, but we also saw the gore wall. Remember there was that... Yeah. Um, when they, when they, when they invaded that place. Photos. Yeah, they invaded the place and there was a wall with photos on it. And the photos had yeah. people with destroyed skulls. 
And did yes, you see the guy take yeah. the photo at the end of this episode? Yeah. The Polaroid, so, the little Polaroid. I want to know, where did they find a big stash of Polaroid film? It's hard to find even now. At Kmart. <laughs> Kmart? Kmart. Okay. Now, Urban, Urban, Urban Outfitters has Polaroid, really? believe it or not. Yeah. They have Polaroid cameras and film. Okay. That's one place I know of. So they must have found one somewhere in the journey. I guess so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the apocalypse, Susan. Let just just silly. All right. <laughs> no, it's a great observation, but believe it or not, Polaroids are coming back, and I've seen them in these trendy, young, hip stores. And I'm okay. like, it's a Polaroid camera, and Polaroid is still a viable company. They're still around. Okay. So, in my fact, that might have even been their newest camera that we were seeing. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's a good trivia question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, still enough. Now, did you guys see the preview for uh, no, next week? No, I don't do those. Okay. All right. I thought I did. I thought I did, but I don't remember it. Funny enough, I think I was in shock. Like, I wanted to see, I did see it, but I don't remember it. Okay. Wow. That's funny. I'm still processing this week's episode. Yeah. It's funny because I. Oh, I didn't watch the Talking Dead one. I haven't gotten through and seen that teaser. Okay, I haven't seen that. Is that what yeah. you're referring to? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, so yeah, I'm totally in the dark, which is mm-hmm. probably good. good the way it should be. Yeah. <laughs> Did why, you find yeah. why must we spoiler culture sucks? Because I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait can till wait. the next episode. I need I need wait. something it's to coming. chew on for the week. Um but did you um, – oh, what was my point? Something about the trailer. Oh, the, the trailer they had done that they kept showing as the show was coming up was the same – they only did one trailer, and it kept showing the same trailer, and it didn't give you anything, and it was boring, like in terms of the images they were showing. Like it starts out with Deegan and them bowing down to him and then some other shots and stuff. Did you see that TV Is trailer? Is it the Amy, Amy, Miney, Mo thing? Probably, yeah. Part of that one, yeah. And it was like, wow, they're really keeping a lot of stuff away from you. You know, yeah. they really want this season to be, keep you really in the dark. Well, this might be the one season that they may have, I don't know. It's, it's got so much work to do. And I'm curious as to how long they're going to drag out certain plot lines. Exactly. <laughs> Which I don't know about. Right. Right. we're not saying about I know but see that's the information you know I wonder if well they did I just heard a uh, I listened to a science podcast and they just did a thing that if you are spoiled which you guys have read the comic books and not that it sticks to the comic books but it does kind of spoil certain things in a way or it It puts it in your head it it goes away and then it comes back and at certain points throughout the story there's touchstones that they Right. So, so since you know kind of the journey and you know where they're kind of going, they said in terms of this study that they've done that people who actually have spoiled the ending for themselves actually enjoy the journey better because they can concentrate on the minutia of where they're going because they already know where, where it's going to go. And they mm-hmm. use the Harry Potter spoiler, like if you watch the last movie first and then watch the whole arc of those movies – that you would enjoy them more because of the, knowing where it ends. I think and that's I found that fascinating. rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> well, I'm, ready to watch, I'm ready to watch Breaking Bad all the way over again because I know the, the ending. 
and it won't spoil the story. Yeah, right. But it won't spoil the journey anymore. It's it'll be good to really concentrate and <laughs> yeah, have the minutia. Yeah. I, I, and the same I, with the Walking Dead, actually. How many I agree of with uh, that. Do you? Yeah, do you guys watch the marathons of the Walking Dead? It's kind of nice to go back and yeah, know where they Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, seeing Glenn's introduction. I didn't know I was revisiting something that he was going to die and you know soon, but to see him again and remember how what a young kid he was and a pizza delivery boy and how innocent he was when we first met him. You know what so I mean? There's only four people left from that original group. Oh, I didn't think that. Yeah, Carol, Daryl, Carol, Carl, Carl, Carl and Anderson. Not wow. true. Wrong. Oh, wait. Uh, one more. Uh, uh, Morgan. Morgan. Oh, well, he was we don't like count the black the... guy, huh? He was part of the original, <laughs> oh, the original goddamn group. show. <laughs> he, was, he was in a pilot, yes, yes, but he wasn't part of yeah. that, that group at the campsite. Oh, cut it out. He was on the freaking walkie-talkie. You know no, no, no. He was a She's major character. No, she's bringing up a good point. She says the campsite. Well, then, if you measure that, Rick wasn't part of that campsite either. No, he wasn't. He's in a photo. So, of the campsite? Oh, yeah. when they did that photo before when the campsite got attacked. Yeah. yeah. So, I would agree that uh, adding in uh, Morgan to that is, is correct. So, five casts. Even though Morgan okay. took a different journey. He did. Morgan's, but he's, he's there now and part of the group. He's taken a very important journey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's into a very important. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> He's an important character. So, so yeah, and uh, we all agree Negan should have been what uh, the governor should have been. Yeah. Well, the governor and is the governor, was... and Negan is Negan. I wouldn't say that. I, I mean, are you doing the point. governor on his own? Merits. I did not fear the governor until season four. Is that correct? Yes, season four. Yeah, and we, we really should have. I mean, in the yeah. in the comics, he was he was pretty terrifying and horrible. And it seems that you know Negan is that now. <laughs> yeah, Negan stepped out of the trailer. He was terrifying the second you met him. You know what I mean? Yeah, Whereas but the, the governor, governor like, presented himself as you know a nice guy. It's, it wasn't until you yeah. got to see the the you know aquarium full of heads that you realize just how off this guy was and i i appreciated that path there were failings in the television show's execution but that that's nothing that's nothing against the governor as a character well like i said especially here's the thing they did that really blew my mind they made the governor sympathetic after he did a shitload of horrible Mm -hmm. shit (laughs) <laughs> that, that's what I, I thought was a fascinating thing. But see, that's where but, he became believable, where he was sympathetic, and you saw this broken man, and then still how he was evil, <laughs> and how he and how he became he came back to that evilness, and that and season four version of him was awesome. And I, yeah. I liked seeing those two episodes, you know, with his his backstory, yeah. and I, and I had read the books also. Uh, about his backstory and even you know this was different but they did take uh some big plot points from the books and put them in the in the episodes and i like that so it's an interesting show (laughs) it seems to be literally toying with its audience to a degree that i would never have expected a, a major 
um, television network to well, go there. They just have, go. Have you there. read the Have you read the the letters columns in the in the comics? Mm-mm. No, I yeah, haven't. Kirkman well, loves loves to troll the audience. Well, you have so. to in order for us to care about the show the way we do. You have to emotionally fuck with us. Excuse yeah. beep with us. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it. It's fine. This is the our podcast now. You know what I mean? You really have to manipulate your audience. And they, they in this episode, their intention was to put you in Rick's shoes and break you down. And that's where I give this episode an A plus because they did that. I was, you know, like I said, I was like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to, oh, okay, take my shit. You know, and then I'll figure out a time to kill you. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's, don't that's you agree? Uh, well, I agree. I agree I mean, is he going to follow the rules or is he going to, you know, be plotting behind Negan's back? Plotting behind Negan's back. They all okay. will. You know, our group is going to do that, but they are going to. They are going to. You know, be there's there. going to be a rebellion. You know, there's yeah. going to be a confrontation. You know, yeah. storyline wise, this cannot stand. But <laughs> this is that dip, that fall off the, the crevice that the hero has. This is that moment in the Road Warrior where he's crawling along after his car has been flipped. This is, <laughs> you well, know. Now that we, this is an interesting. At its yeah. Place. But this is an interesting thing now. Now that we have seen Negan and what Negan can do and how he's broken us as an audience along with Rick and the group, now let's think back to the episodes where we met the biker guys, where we met the Carol episode, where we met that team that was locked up, locked them up in the thing. I think it would be great to go back and watch those episodes knowing what we know now because what I find fascinating is all these people standing around and watching the Negan violence, and I know those people standing around, they have to feel the pain. That pain has to be risen back up into them because somebody from their group, when they were found, so they had to have experienced the same routine. And I think the reason Negan puts them all around is to bring back that fear into mm-hmm. the group because they are all powerless and are forced to watch this, this kind of violence. You know what I mean? So another manipula- manipulating moment that he does to keep everybody in line. And as you can tell by those earlier episodes, those people were in line. You never heard any of them strain at all. As a matter of fact, you heard them doing the mantra for Negan and trying to be uh, Negan. They said, they said it all. I am Negan. Wait, wait, wait. There has been a person who has rebelled. And are they still alive? Yes. The guy with the crossbow. Remember the one that encountered um, Daryl? Well, the one that has Daryl's crossbow right now, right? Right. That guy trying to escape. Daryl's shit. (laughs) Right. He was trying to leave Negan's group, remember? Right. And I think I heard we're going to find out how he got burned. Oh, yeah. That'll come. But, like, there's an example, though, of a person who didn't feel that everything was copacetic but was brought back. Uh, and, but his partner is nowhere to be found. She's gone, right? He was with a girl, if I remember correctly. Mm. They, two people got mm-hmm. on the bike, him and the girl, and the girl's mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. So, and he's burnt. So... Yeah. 
Oh yeah, you know, you you know, there's going to, there are consequences. Yeah, I'm but curious. I'm curious. Are we going to have Jesus come back? Are we going to see the hilltop? Yeah. Is that what's called the hilltop? Yeah, because I think yeah, Maggie was, and Sasha weren't they headed up there at the end? I thought everybody she, was she still needs there. to see a doctor. Okay. By, I was a little confused by what, what the resolution was because, yeah. um, like they said, you've got to let us help you. And why would they turn around then? You know, it's like the idea is they were going to all go to Hilltop, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because she needs treatment. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and then so did uh, uh, Daryl, but Daryl was taken away. Yeah, and I think Negan said something about they have a doctor where a good, a really fine doctor to take care of him. <laughs> you know, yeah, so interesting to see Negan's compound. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that will be. Yeah, you've kind of got a glimpse of it in that one trailer moment, but like I said, it was and people bowing to him as he walked oh, by. Yeah. Okay, I remember. You know, so it's pretty interesting how. How, I don't uh, know any of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> as, well, it'll be you, a nice surprise for you. Yeah, exactly. Next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, two more days, right? Three more days, two more days, three more days. Yeah. Um, mm. So, Maggie. Yes. Maggie, and let's talk about Maggie and, and uh, Glenn's death. He, it was so heartbreaking to watch him try to spit out those those words with his eyeball hanging out. <laughs> yeah. well. It was like, so how many people got teary-eyed? Oh, yeah. You know, oh, on his <laughs> line. Well, actually, you know, her performance really sold it on the a- af- afterwards, how she, how, it was his, first of all, his, let's concentrate on his line, I'll find you, which isn't that pulled from when they were separated back when he seasons. was the dumpster season, Probably. where they baked yeah. him. Three seasons, <laughs> no. four, four, four. The railroad tracks. Yeah, exactly. That, that season. And it was just a very spiritual thing to say, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, I'll find you on the other side. Yeah, so it was kind of <laughs> really a beautiful moment. I don't know how atheists uh, think about it, but mm-hmm. I felt that uh, that was a nice thing to say, that I'm not gone. I'll still be here. Mm-hmm. And she said the same line to him with the Bernie, Bernie of the photo. You don't need this photo. I'll right. always be with you. Right. So that was really an interesting moment. But I think watching that, God, such great acting, watching that scene when she's saying, I'm taking him with me and no, we're you, we need to take care of you now and let us take care of this for you. It was, that's where I got teary eyed. Because, yeah, because the power of the group, even through this tragedy, they're they're sticking together and they're going to help each other out. It, it was just it was just a really amazing amazing moment and lifting the bodies really gave it that weight that it needed to. You know what I mean? That they weren't going to be left for the zombies to eat. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And yet, there still was <laughs> something left for the zombies. <laughs> there was something. No, yeah, they couldn't. Which is scoop it all up and <laughs> right. I, I think, think that's that, a callback, guys, to the too. first episode. All right. Explain. Do you explain. remember in the first episode where Rick had encountered the zombie in the park? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then they, he came back for it at the very end of the episode? 
and then put it out of its misery. Mm -hmm. And here we see Rick in a, a new, uh, a new state of being. He's he's almost reborn. This is a different Rick, and he sees that zombie, that lone zombie coming out of the the woodwork, and where in the past he would have you know gotten angry with, at what he saw. In this case, he just drove away. I, and I think there's like a, that was like a little poetic dovetail from um, from the past. Maybe I'm reading more into it than than I should. But no, that's a good to read. me. Like the zombies really in this point are in the background, and it's right. man's inhumanity to man that right. is in the forefront. Right, right, and that's exactly it. That the blood squirt on the ground that the zombie is going to feed on, the zombie is less violent than that blood splat. You know what I mean? Like this is, the zombie is, like you said, background noise, just something lurking in the forest. It's not a threat. Hey, knock it off. (laughs) Oh, Susan is yawning. yawning. I'm boring her to death. No, no, no. I, I got no, up early and went to vote I this know. morning. You're ahead. You're ahead. Oh, good for you. You voted for Trump, I see. <laughs> End the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's all over. Yeah. Well, that you wanted to have a I'm, real life. I'm, I'm, no, I'm too nasty. apocalypse. Vote for him. <laughs> hey, can we talk for about Lucille for a second? Sure. Yeah. Because there's a thought I I recently uh, had about uh, Negan, his methods, everything about what he's doing. Like, to us, uh, in the non-zombie world, watching the zombie apocalypse show, what we saw on display was, you know, a brutal, gory, nasty display of, you know, over-the-top, brutality that's uncalled for that's we that's the way we see it as an audience member and the way a lot of people have been reviewing it saying i'll never watch the show again it's gone too far torture porn but yeah 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 well here's the weird counter to that you've got to think about in the seven years time the show has been on the world that it has portrayed a world where the dead come back to life and the only means you have of making sure that doesn't happen is to destroy the brain. And in that universe, using the weapon that Negan uses, a baseball bat to batter the brain into dust so that it can't possibly return Mm -hmm. makes absolute sense. If you're going to kill somebody and not waste precious ammo and you're going like they, it would make sense if two rival gangs who had had issues with each other and a, a killing had occurred uh, and retribution needed to be made for, you know, a member of that gang to kill a member of the other gang. That makes sense, right? In the zombie apocalypse world, what Negan is doing makes absolute sense to me. Using the bat to bash the brains in. Mm. That makes, that does, no, that make that's a good observation. I mean, I think even to add to that, uh, on another level, is that he removes the identity of that person. Like, what's the most recognizable thing on somebody's body? 
their face and by obliterating it they no longer exist at all because a body from the neck down is just another body there's nothing that separates us you know what i mean whereas mm -hmm. the face is is the soul you know and by obliterating that but i i mean i agree with your point i mean it makes absolute sense that that body is not coming back it's not going to reanimate at all so that that's a great observation and then like i said i'd add to it that the identity of that person is wiped out of existence too you know you can't bury it you can't stare at it as you bury it because there's nothing there but a but a yeah. body not a head it's mm -hmm. like chopping like why did they chop off heads in medieval times you know to hang them right. up or to obliterate them too you know or show them as trophies mm. you know but i that's a i i like your, i like your thinking on that you know because what is a threat too you kill somebody and then they come back as a zombie and how many times have we watched a camp or an en encampment be overrun by somebody they killed off from the inside like, right. or, yeah from the inside so that's that's interesting huh? and i wonder if lucille will have since he named it a feminine name, could that be somebody, his wife, his daughter, something relevant to his past? That uh, his his mother that beat him as a kid. Oh God! <laughs> With a bat. I stopped reading any. Um, I I stopped reading the books long before we got into any in backstory. So I, along with you, and I'm will trying be, to. I'm not giving you anything here. You're trying to cut off, huh? Oh, no, you know. Uh, I, because I, know. I, I think the we TV know. show has to go into that stuff. Well, you know, one thing, one observation, one negative thing on Negan, he is not a good baseball player. <laughs> Are you going to bitch about his swing? Yes, he's horrible. It's like, dude, oh my Lord. if you're going to take me out, really swing, will you, and take me out in one whack? Don't let me sit there bleeding to death with my head cracked open. I mean, to both of them, he couldn't give one solid swing and take him out. He's a weak. Uh, he's weak the, in that. The fashion. skull is pretty strong. Yeah, but if so, if you're you know, you're gonna need more than one. If you got as much, well, obviously, but take me out in one swing. At least knock me unconscious, for God's sake. Let's try. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but he hit both of them. They're both sitting there talking to him after the big hit. It's like, come on, dude. Give me a good – that's what I'd say to him, basically. He says, okay, you're next. I'd be like, all right, make sure to hit me and take me out in one swing, please. <laughs> He'd rather you suffer. Ah, that's probably true. That probably is true. Yeah. yeah but I would. I'd say, pussy boy. I'd say, pussy boy, take me out in one swing. I dare you. Pussy boy, come on. Come on, hey, bad about a swing. <laughs> yeah taunt negan yeah. i would i would be abraham at the end if i knew i was going out that's i would taunt him till the last breath did you see the sign abraham gave everybody oh yeah no. the, the sign oh as, uh, standing, as, as the staring down yeah he gave the peace sign to when everybody when he, was on his left hand side which we when did he well, before he got hit or after before he got hit Oh, I missed that. Okay. Very good. Or it was subconsciously there. I didn't pick up on it. He was it like, it's all good. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, it did pick up on that. You're right. And that's what made me, you're right. I did pick up on that. And that's what 
made me accept his death because he was taking one for the team and he was okay with it. So I would be, I would survive. And that little hand gesture put me at that ease. You know what I mean? And that's another thing to him standing up or getting up onto his knees and saying, I'll take it. You know, that, that, those kind of body language things tell me that he's okay with this you know that he was okay with it and that means a lot you know that means a lot when somebody is sacrificing their life for you that the guilt of you surviving and him not i think would haunt the group and by i think those little gestures everybody is still mortified that he's gone but there's a respect there's a understanding why he did it because that's just who he was you know, almost like I still don't think he did it. <laughs> I think he just got singled out. <laughs> and no, he, once he was singled out, he gave the sign. <laughs> no, you go back. You go back and watch the season finale on that one moment. It's there. Huh? I think that would have been a tell. I think there would have been any conversation about who could. Well, now going be. back and looking. Now going back and looking how the ending is. It was a tell. Nah, yeah. I think you're full of it. <laughs> I'm full of water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> full of moxie so, there, kid. All right, let's do a fun prediction. Yeah. How many? <laughs> this is a fun one. How many episodes will it take before Negan is taken out? Mm, that's a terrible thing to predict. I know, but that's what makes it fun. It's like kind of guessing nickels okay. in a jar or marbles in a jar or something. You know what I mean? How many episodes until Negan is taken out? I, I guess we, 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 but we have information. Wait, shut up, Susan. We have information. Well, good. Well, then, you know, it's cheating so a little. You wouldn't want to hear our information. Well, you could take a – you don't know how many episodes they're going to stretch it out I to. I know, but like oh, – This is not boy. Terminus, is it? Uh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I flushed that one out, didn't I? It's Terminus all over again. One episode, gone. <laughs> You know I mean, what's interesting? The same thing. If I would have asked you how long Terminus would have lasted, I would have said, oh, that would last for a half season for sure. Mm-hmm. And then it's taken out the first episode. <laughs> you know what's uh, Well, I would say, well, wait, let wait, me wait, tell wait. you mine. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, you, you, it's fair for you to give it to us. I don't think Yeah, it's my thing is you're not going to resolve it this season. I think they're going to keep him, the, this plot line, wherever they are, we're going to get a season of this, is my prediction. Maybe even a season and a half. Not knowing what anything. That's what I I I would like to follow. What what this is and the moral and the moral issues that come up from it, and then the the struggle to get that revenge and how they're going to get that revenge. Interesting. Interesting. Great. Have you, <laughs> have you ever seen a show called The Star Lost? Nope. Ever hear of it? No. It was written by Harlan Ellison, and Douglas Trumbull produced it. Mm. Um, It had Kerr Duella as the star of it, and it was about a uh, an arc. Like Earth had fallen into some something horrible happened to Earth, and everybody had to leave. This was in the seventies or eighties. Seventies. Yeah, I think vaguely I might remember it. Canadian production. Basically, 
they took people from all different cultures and types and for some strange reason segregated them. <laughs> so like you'd have like a, a, a dome uh, that was like this Amish people were in this dome. And um, basically the ship was heading for, um, it was heading for sanctuary. It was heading for some planet that they were going to recolonize. Earth, but, the Cylons chasing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But something had gone wrong with the programming and uh, something went wrong with the, the, the group that was in charge of piloting the, the vessel. So like all these isolated cultures, they forgot they were on a ship. <laughs> they thought they were on, like that was their world. Their world just had, you know, it had grass and ground and they could plant mm-hmm. things, but it had metal walls and there was a limit to where you could go in each of the little domes. And um, one guy starts questioning because, it, like, the Amish people had, like, a pairing that you were set, and it was, like, based on genetics, supposedly. <laughs> and he wanted to, you know, mate with someone else, of course. So he questioned everything that was being handed down and got banished uh, and ends up in the regular part of the ship. He, he goes that to the forbidden place and finds out that he's on a ship, <laughs> a ship that is actually going to, um, on, on a collision course with a sun, with a sun. So like, the, you know, he needs to wake everybody up to the, what's really going on here. And they mm-hmm. end up going from dome to dome, encountering is, new yeah. civilizations. So it sounds like something that what, they've made recently on uh, Science. Yeah, they've done a Maze Runner, and uh, there was a show last year where people were in, I think it was an NBC show where people were in a spaceship, but they didn't know they were in a spaceship. And then they learned they're not on a spaceship, they're actually still on Earth. No, and that was on that, Sci-Fi. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. Was it Sci-Fi? Yeah. Yeah, it was like a mini-series they did, right, and it was supposed right. to go to series, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. So that was probably the remake. So are you saying that Rick is actually going to find out that he's on the holodeck of the Enterprise? No, 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 no. <laughs> Which is in the Matrix? The, the, thing, yes. that, the thing that I wanted to bring up. Which is on the Planet of the Apes? The first society that they find, the first society they come across, like basically it ends up being three people who are um, on this journey, um, a guy, two guys and a woman. They end up, the first dome place they find is a Roman-based society where there are no women. So (laughs) it's just Roman men, (laughs) and they're fabulous, but (laughs) 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 it was like, this is a scream, all right? (laughs) Their leader was John Kokolis, Boltar from Battlestar Black, from the 70s version. Awesome. And he... Which I could totally see at the moment. He is leading his... The, he's like the, um, the praetor, and he leads through fear, intimidation, and battle. Basically, whoever's strongest in his society gets to lead mm-hmm. until that person gets weak enough that he gets challenged by somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then... He, you start to see where the parallels are coming. <laughs> Basically, he's formed a little Negan-like society. Um, and that was basically all it was going It was just a weird... Was, I, I saw this thing, and it was like, one, this is hilarious. Two, 
huh, <laughs> this is kind of the world that Negan's formed, and it's right. like he, he can only stay at the top until he gets to a place where someone perceives him as being weak. And that's and, Rick. That's Rick. You know, Rick. All right. So one last or another question I have is, if you were Rick and your team, how would you take out Nick Negan? So in a couple of sentences, I could, I could say it in one word, how I'd take out Negan. How would you guys take out Negan? Uh, probably a rifle <laughs> at uh, 500 <laughs> yards. Sniper, <laughs> okay. exactly. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good way to do it. You know, I'd take him out. You want half my shit? Yeah. Little rat poison in the food. Have fun. Eat up, boys. What makes you think Negan's going to eat that? You saw how many people he has at his disposal. Well, let's take the out all his he people, needs too. to take half the shit of everybody he encounters right. is because there's so many that right. they need and to And I'm going to take them out, too. That's the whole point. But it wouldn't. It would take out a cell. That cell would be reported, and then the rest we'll of them would out. come That's and get retribution. That's what we're going to find out is how big... Well, okay, how big do you think this Negan universe is? is it it's pretty big. If you, if you go by just what big. we saw in the um, final episode of last season. Or is that it? Were, or is that it? Is that the cell right there? Is that the how big it is? Spread out, of course. It's pretty big. I yeah. think it's pretty big. Well, you think it's 1,000 people? You think it's literally I, I a city? I think that they'll be answering this this season. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you ask these unanswerable questions, damn you. I just like I like <laughs> thinking about it and saying I think well, I think it's gonna be a group under a thousand people. Okay. And funny enough I'll tell you why I think that is this production wise. They can't afford anything else. <laughs> Have you well, not heard of reason of they're not CGI? chopping limbs off? <laughs> Have you not heard of like CGI, Have you not yeah. seen Game Game of Thrones? Yeah, I do. They have a lot of but people. They don't, yeah, but yeah, but they just they that's not have a, you know what ten million dollars an episode budget. Uh, yeah, they have about six or seven, I think. They're pretty tight ship with The Walking Dead. They're pretty low budget. The, the things I hear coming out of there, they they do keep a tight ship. And you know what's so funny is you remember how we talked about building that set of Hilltop, building that building so i do think you remember how i said oh they won't be in just one episode it was in one episode <laughs> of last season, season. so oh, hopefully this season. Season, this season it'll probably play a more it'll pay for way. itself yeah <laughs> yeah seems like maggie wouldn't be yeah. going anywhere anytime soon when she gets that medical care right well we we might have the answers to some of these questions in another three weeks so and we can talk about it then huh Oh, That's right. is that when we're podcasting again? Yeah. <laughs> when we're coming back. <laughs> After oh. the fourth episode. Oh. After the fourth episode, because we just had the talk. Because that's yes. what we do. Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I have no clue what we actually do. <laughs> you just show up. Chris just shows up. He doesn't recognize the patterns. Patterns? <laughs> there are patterns? <laughs> the scheduling, I recognize the patterns. And, oh. Oh. And oh, you mean like, so sure. like your eight episode blocks yeah and yes. we so we do, do one four, after four, four and then yeah. one after another four yeah. and yeah. then there's a break and then unless we next two. week's episode yeah. is so impactful that we have to talk about it which oh, maybe it could be we'll find out Who knows?
<laughs> so, until next time, everybody, geek on.